everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB and today is the 22nd of February 2023. Now, the global cryptocurrency market has marginally gone down and unfortunately, there's some really weird matrix going on in the world of DeFi. Now, as of today, DeFi is accounting for a higher percentage of the total cryptocurrency market volume, which is great. But unfortunately, the total value locked has gone down, which means there's a lot of selling going on in the DeFi world. So if you look at the numbers, they might look good. But once you go out further, the numbers are definitely not looking good for the cryptocurrency world. In today's episode, I'll go ahead and explain why that thing has happened. And look, guys, in US, there is earning reports which has been published by a lot of the tech companies and a lot of retail companies as well. And Coinbase looks like they had a phenomenal end of 2022. But CoinShares looks like they have a drastic drop in 2022. So on today's episode, we'll definitely go ahead and dissect that news in detail. Now, Roblox, which is claiming to be Metaverse, their stock have definitely risen in the fourth quarter of 2022. Now, it's questionable if Roblox is actually Metaverse, but so far as playing games for kids is concerned, Roblox is definitely making some massive headways, not just in the cryptocurrency world, but in the technology world and in the Metaverse world as well, which I particularly don't understand. Now, retail giant called Walmart, they had a phenomenal week as well. So, the whole idea is that these earning reports do they have an impact in the cryptocurrency world? Now listen guys, in an idealistic world, this should not happen. But looks like there is some correlation between earnings report and cryptocurrency world. And in today's episode, I'll very briefly go ahead and explain what happens towards investor sentiment. And that could be the reason why the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies have marginally gone down since the last 24 hours. Now look guys, every Monday's glass notes, they tend to provide a weekly insight on what has happened last week. So I'll very briefly touch base on this. But the reason why I don't want to get into the details because both Glassnodes and CoinShares, they have taken the data only till Friday and looks like the data has drastically changed over the weekend that is Saturday and Sunday. So I won't go ahead and explain it in detail. And CoinShares, they tend to provide a weekly blog via Medium. I would definitely recommend you to check it out. But the numbers have drastically changed over the weekend. So a lot to cover in today's episode. And like we do in every Crypto and Coffee 88 podcast, I'll be looking at two news for Dubai, UAE and Middle East. And the first news is about Synorium. And in my Metaverse Everything podcast, guys, I'm pretty much sure I might have covered them more than four or five times. But this news is that Synorium Galaxy has entered into public playtest and they have laid out the global Metaverse version. So we'll definitely go ahead and talk about this in today's episode. And I'm pretty much sure I'll be covering this in my Metaverse Everything podcast as well. And the second news is about Saudi Arabia. This news is also something which I covered in my Metaverse and I do have an episode dedicated only to the future of Metaverse in Saudi Arabia. And the news is that Saudi Arabia is hosting the Web3 Delight and looks like it's going to be the first event in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia so far as Web3 Pondo is concerned. So a lot to cover on today's episode. So let's kick start with it right away. Welcome to the Krypton Coffee Edit the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto & Coffee at 8 has something for you. 
Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us. From the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry, including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates, and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events, and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE, and Middle East crypto and blockchain community, coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Firstly guys, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers, a brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called Rise in the Obstacle Course Race. And Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge, and also the Government Gov Games, and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally, to get insights scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, Go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. 
they continuously look for vulnerabilities in ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. And today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now since the last 24 hours, it is down by 2.39% and the global crypto market stands at 1.09 trillion dollars. Now could it be possible that over the weekend, the global cryptocurrency market crosses the 1.10 trillion dollar mark again or will it go below the 1 trillion dollar mark? So this week guys is really critical because what is happening is a lot of the tech companies they are sharing the earnings report and based on that the investor sentiments are drastically changing and the total crypto market volume over the last 24 hours is 65.56 billion dollars which is marginally increased by 2.11%. Now the numbers for DeFi is a bit tricky. The total volume in DeFi has gone up to 9.09 billion dollars but the total value locked has dropped down to 49.36 billion dollars. So it looks like guys people are not trusting in DeFi and a lot of selling is going on and Lido is still dominating with 17.59% and so far its total value locked is concerned it is at $8.68 billion and one matrix gas which I've been saying quite often so far as my crypto and coffee date podcast is concerned ideally DeFi should be accounting for a higher percentage of the total crypto market volume now surprisingly since the last year and a half this might be the highest percentage that DeFi is accounting for the total crypto market volume but the numbers are definitely deceiving as of today it is at 13.87% of the total crypto market 24 hour volume unfortunately the total value has gone down which means there is a lot of selling going on now make it out is number second so far as total value locked is concerned and it is at 7.19 billion dollars followed by core finance at 4.95 billion dollars RV at 4.81 billion dollars and convex finance at 4.18 billion dollars and look guys if cryptocurrency has to go mainstream these numbers probably should be at least five or ten times higher now will that thing happen i really am not sure but that is something i'm definitely hoping for now let's look at the volume of stable coins it is at 58.18 billion dollars tether usdt is accounting for a majority of the chunk at 44.63 billion dollars followed by circle usdc at 4.31 billion dollars and binance usd at 8.71 billion dollars now guys one thing which is running at the back of my mind if a government wants to have a competitive edge in the cryptocurrency industry what a government needs to do is along with central bank digital currency they definitely need to get into the stablecoin industry as well it'll be really great if the uae government does actually issue a stable coin and because of the rules and regulations they can have transparency they can make sure that the audit is available 24 by 7 if the uae government does that i definitely do think it'll be an absolute game changer mind you guys this is separate from central bank digital currencies now let's look at the volume of stable coins because it still accounts for 88.75 percent of the total crypto market 24 hour volume next i'm going to be discussing the market cap 24 hour trading volume and dominance between bitcoin and ethereum bitcoin's market cap has gone down by over 15 billion dollars and it is currently at 465 billion dollars ethereum's market cap has also gone down and it is currently at 200.9 billion dollars in the next couple of hours it just might be 201 billion dollars 
the 24-hour trading volume of Bitcoin and Ethereum both have pumped up, which means there is a lot of selling going on. Ethereum's 24-hour trading volume is $8.6 billion, whereas Bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume is at $31.1 billion. If you look at the dominance of Bitcoin and Ethereum, they are pretty much the same since the last 24 hours. Bitcoin is at 42.52%, Ethereum is at 18.40%. Now, in today's episode, guys, I'll be looking at the smart contract platform's market cap and I'll be discussing the top 5 Binance decentralized apps. Yesterday, I talked about Ethereum's decentralized apps. Today, let's look at the top 5 decentralized apps which are working on Binance BNB chain. So far as the smart contracting platform is concerned, Ethereum's market cap is at $200 billion, followed by Binance BNB at $49.62 billion and Cardano at $13.40 billion. Look us, if the SEC is aggressively going after Binance, I wouldn't be surprised if Cardano does actually pick up pace. Now let's look at the top 5 Binance decentralized apps and what I'm looking at is the number of unique active wallets interacting with decentralized apps, smart contract, the first one is PancakeSwap, the second one is Hook, the third one is Gax, and the fourth one is X-World Games, and the fifth one is Era7. And look as it is extremely possible that these apps are working on other blockchain protocols as well. That is, it could be working on Tron, it could be working on Ethereum, it could be working in Algorand, and quite a lot of other. Now let's look at the king of all kings, that is Bitcoin. The king of all kings is at $24,116. Since the last 24 hours, it is down by 2.58%. Since the last 7 days, it is up by 8.69%. Ethereum, also called as the world's first computer, is at $1,641. It is down by 2.49%. Since the last 7 days, it is up by 5.77%. Binance Coin or BNB is having a terrible last few weeks. It is down to $307. Since the last 24 hours, it is down by 1.97%. Since the last 7 days, it is up by 2.83%. And look as if the SEC is aggressively going off after Binance, there is a very high possibility that Binance BNB coin might be going drastically down as well. So it's going to be really interesting what happens in the next coming weeks and months. But what is going on right now is that the earnings call report was released and Coinbase did have a positive outlook. Roblox had a positive outlook. Walmart had a positive outlook and Conscious, unfortunately, did not have a good 2022 and that was because of the demise of FTX. So let's kick start by discussing Coinbase. Now Coinbase did actually beat its revenue and earnings but usage of Coinbase was on a decline. So CNBC has published an article that does actually explore Coinbase earnings report and what the earnings report states is Coinbase reported $629 million in revenue versus $590 million as expected by one of the leading analyst firm called as Refinitiv. Now look guys, all of these predictions need not necessarily come true but because of that, the share prices of Coinbase does drastically get impacted and investor sentiments either goes up and goes down. Now what that report also states is that Coinbase had 8.3 monthly transaction users also called as MTUs during the fourth quarter of 2022, which is down by 8.5 million in the prior period. Now look guys, the numbers are going down so far as user transaction is concerned. But so far as the profit earnings is concerned, looks like Coinbase did have a much better week than anticipated. And what the report also says is that the transaction revenues for Coinbase fell 12% to $322 million 
from the previous quarter, which was below the 327 million consensus by an accounting firm called Street Account. So what is really critical is that you look at information from the first source. If you do want to do your own research, what I'd really recommend you to do is go to Coinbase website and read through the earnings report. Now let's look at CoinShares because CoinShares definitely did not have a bright 2022 and they have actually reported a sharp drop in 2022 income. And this news is also echoed by Reuters. What Reuters says is that CoinShares has actually blamed FTX for a turbulence for a 97% fall in full year income and it says that it has lost 26 million pounds which is approximately 31 million dollars and look as CoinShares did actually blame FTX if you do want to get the official link go to CoinShares LinkedIn account because they have provided the link where you can actually find out the details of the reports but all these things being said looks like CoinShares is having a positive start for 2023. Now I know of one company which is having a phenomenal 2022 and 2023 and that is Roblox and Roblox earning report states that the stock rose up 26% after the fourth quarter earning reports and it actually beat all the estimates to go through the earnings report because it states that Roblox reported 58.8 million average daily active users which is up by 19% from the year earlier. Now really I'm not sure if Roblox is actually categorized for metaverse but so far as teenage adoption of roblox is concerned a lot of teenagers in us and i'm really not sure if teenagers in uk are using roblox but listen guys if you're a parent and if you have a teenager you definitely need to check if they're using roblox because what that report states is that users spent more than 12.8 billion hours engaged in roblox during the fourth quarter so it looks like teenage interaction with roblox is definitely high. At this point of time, I really am not sure if Facebook or Meta has acquired Roblox. I was listening to one of the podcasts and in that podcast, they were saying that before Facebook changing its name to Meta, Roblox valuation was roughly around $5 billion. But because Facebook changed its name from Facebook to Meta and there was this hype about Metaverse, Roblox valuation jumped up to $60 billion. And look guys, because Roblox is kind of linked to metaverse facebook changing its name from facebook to meta had a significant impact on the value of roblox now guys let's very briefly look at two technical analysis now the reason which i mentioned i don't want to go into detail because these numbers are only till friday that is the 17th of february and 18th and 19th which is on saturday and sunday the numbers drastically changed because what happens is over the weekends the inflows in the cryptocurrency world are relatively less but this weekend was an anomaly and during the weekend, the inflows actually increased quite a lot. And the first report, which is by Glassnode, does actually state that investor behavior on-chain appears to be reaching a turning point. And they're also hinting a new cycle. What I'd really recommend you to do is read through it, but also keep in mind that this data is only till the 17th and the numbers did actually change on 18th and 19th. And CoinShares, they also provided a weekly blog. And James Butterfield is a guy who writes the blog and I did actually ask him via LinkedIn if it takes data till the 18th and 19th and he was the one who told me that the data is only till the 17th but nonetheless what the conscious medium blog states is that that the digital asset investment products saw outflows totaling 32 million dollars last week and Bitcoin bore the brunt of negative sentiment but once again guys if you look at the numbers on Saturday and Sunday the prices of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies did pump up ridiculously higher. And they also state that because Bitcoin bore the brunt of negative sentiment, 
it saw $25 million worth of outflows, while Bitcoin investment products saw inflows of only $3.7 million. Now, what are your thoughts, guys? When you look at these numbers, they do give us information on what has happened in the previous week, but things tend to change Monday and Tuesday. So what I would recommend is make sure you read through the report, but also look at real-time information and then make your own investment decisions. Now, guys, let's discuss two news from UAE. And the first news is about Synorium. Now, let me try to give us some more information about Synorium because they were founded in 2018 and Synorium is a Swiss company and a leading metaverse developer and they are leveraging cutting-edge augmented reality and extended reality and artificial intelligence technology to deliver next-generation virtual experiences in entertainment and social interaction. So the website for Synorium Galaxy is SynoriumXR.com that is S for sugar, E for elephant, N for November, S for sugar, O for orange, R for robot, I for India, U for umbrella, M for mother, X for x-ray, R for roger.com. Now based on the website, what they say is that they help you to build things from scratch. So let's say if you want to create a new world or reinvent yourself, you can definitely do that. They also have a section to access premium content and they have Jay-Z's title work, David Goto, who I believe is one of the top DJs, and they also have Carl Cox World, which I believe is only catered to Synorium Galaxy, and it could be possible that you might not see this on YouTube or any other platform. And in that website, they also have a section where you can set your imagination free by creating your own shows, you can host your own dance performances, play your own DJ sets, and quite a lot of other. The look, guys, looks like Metaverse is definitely making its play. If you're someone who's working into the tech industry, you definitely need to check out Synorium Galaxy. And they also are linked to Blockchain World as well. Because on the website, it says that they have a DLT platform that is distributed ledger technology. And Sensorium DLT is a business unit focused on providing crypto-powered blockchain technologies. And what they can offer you is under the hood decentralized infrastructure for digital assets management. And they also can offer you in-depth knowledge on blockchain to help you grow better and faster. Now look guys, I really am not sure of blockchain technology, keeping in mind blockchain trial and my problem is an ideal use case now. Things will definitely change three to five years from now. If you go to the Senorium Galaxy website, they also have a section called blockchain infrastructure where they can help you with token development and launch. They also have blockchain as a services, also called as BAS. They have a marketplace and they have NFT launch. So look guys, if you are someone who wants to launch your NFTs in the metaverse, you can do that by merging gaming and the metaverse. You can do it with multimedia, sports and sporting industry and quite a lot of other. They also have a token called a Sensor. Now based on the website, it says that Sensor is the in-platform currency of Synorium Galaxy, a digital metaverse that redefines the way people interact with others and experience the arts and digital environment. Now all these things sounds great, but you always need to remember the blockchain trilemma problem. Are they compromising on centralization or are they compromising on security or scalability? Now, so far as the news is concerned, the news states that Synorium Galaxy is entering the public playtest and lays out global metaverse vision. So let me try to give out more information about what this news is all about. So the news is that Synorium Galaxy has launched a VR multiplayer public playtest, opening up access to new virtual reality and contents featuring inside virtual worlds. And the first destination available to users is Prism, a virtual world dedicated to music where visitors can take part in Synorium Party 24 by 7 
And look, guys, I'd personally checked it out and it was extremely, extremely cool. And guys, in Synodium Galaxy, users can interact with others in VR and via voice chat, meeting not only human participants but also virtual beings. And Synodium Galaxy is the first AAA inhabited metaverse with a community of AI powered avatars populating its virtual worlds. I really am not sure of this point of time. They have merged the AI powered avatars with ChatGPT and looks like people working in the metaverse have already taken that on board. And social artificial intelligence is a core technology empowering next generation networking, relationship building, and content creation. And look, guys, if you're someone who's trying to build something in the metaverse, you definitely need to figure out ways where the avatar is connected to ChatGPT and new upcoming technologies. Now, so far as the news regarding Synorium Galaxy is concerned, Synorium is opening up access to Salvador Dali experience where users can meet the AI avatar of the now-resurrected genius and chat with him across endless number of topics. And the metaverse doctrine is formulated by Synorium's press sec and AI-driven avatar named Yonaka, who details the company's global ambitions. And listen, guys, Synorium Galaxy is built on top of Unreal Engine 5, and advanced virtual reality and artificial intelligence technologies. Synorium Galaxy unfolds across several virtual worlds, each dedicated to different types of entertainment and filled with the curated content and prison which I mentioned earlier, is a confirmed destination for shows by acclaimed world-class performers including David Guetta, Carl Cox, Black Coffee, Jay-Z and I'm pretty much sure the rappers will be involved in this as well. And Synorium Galaxy is available on stream on the mobile app with full cross-platform access to come in the near future. And look, guys, in the Metaverse Everything podcast, I might have covered Synorium at least four to five times. Now, guys, let's discuss news regarding the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. So my big question once again, guys, is, is Saudi Arabia going to be a dominant leader in the Metaverse, in the Web3 world, and in the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency world? What are your thoughts? Mention them in the comments below. If you do want to find out more information on why I believe that Saudi Arabia might do that, check out my podcast that are released where I do believe that Saudi Arabia might be the new frontier in the metaverse arena. Now, so far as the news regarding the Web3 delight is concerned, let me try to give out some more information. So they are hosting the very first event in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. If you do want to look at the website, the website is web3delight.com and Web3 Delight Riyadh is uniting both global and local Web3 players to paint the art of possible and facilitate cooperation opportunities towards enhancing the digital transformation ecosystem. And Web3 Delight Gas is the first Web3 and tech business dedicated event in the kingdom. And they're also going to be having a startup pitch competition as well. But looks like the startup pitch competition is an invite-only event. So listen up guys, if you're a startup who's working in the Web3 space, definitely check out Web3 Delight. And the Web3 Delight event is a hybrid event focused on Web3 moving into Saudi Arabia and the event aims to engage, empower and support an advanced and secure economy. Now the event is going to take place on the 6th of March and it's going to last for a few days and the event is going to take place at Riyadh International Convention and Exhibition Center. Now you need to remember guys the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia is having Vision 2030 and that's one of the reasons why they're attracting quite a lot of people. And so far as the Web3 Delight event is concerned, the event is expected to attract 3,000 attendees from 40 different countries and the event aligns with Saudi Visions 2030 and the development of Kingdom's digital infrastructure. And at the session, discussions will focus on adopting blockchain technology, future marketing in Web3 space 
NFTs, governance policies, career opportunities in the metaverse fundraising and building in a bear market environment. And guys, the event will unite local and global Web3 players, fostering cooperation opportunities. So what I'd really recommend you to do is go to the website because there are loads of information and the sponsors include Saudi Arabia-based companies such as Impact Partner Management, Javra, and Bahama-based Alpha Blue Ocean Group Digital, and also Swift Motion. And the event also includes a blockchain hackathon open to all students, graduates, and professionals in Saudi Arabia. And attendees can participate in trend-forward sessions, workshops, and engage with cutting-edge technology. And you'll also get access to speaker presentations and recordings will be granted to attendees at the event, guys will support the digital transformation ecosystem and create a supportive, sustainable environment for tech to progress in. And Web3 Delight is a social movement towards a decentralized world. And Saudi Arabia, guys, has significant potential to gain from an enhanced digital transformation ecosystem. So look, guys, I wouldn't be surprised that in the next five years, Saudi Arabia might just be a leader and it might have a competitive advantage in the cryptocurrency space, in the blockchain space, definitely in the metaverse space and maybe even in the web3 space but what are your thoughts guys mention them in the comments below so those were the news from crypto and coffee at 8 from blockchain dxb in case if you have any feedback or suggestions please drop me an email to info blockchaindxb.com and also check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com and also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse and if you like listening to this podcast please click on the follow button give it a five star rating and share the word across now for the next few minutes, there's going to be an Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. So let's kick start with the Ask Me Anything series. Hey everyone, this is George from Blockchain TX. We are listening to the Ask Me Anything series. Where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. I have an excellent question by Carl who asks, What do you think needs to happen for DeFi to get more mainstream? Now, this call is an absolutely brilliant question. The answer is pretty simple. They need to focus on user experience. Because look, Carl, when you talk about DeFi right now, the project or the protocol is extremely complicated. So as of now, it's only meant for tech enthusiasts, absolute nerds, and absolute people who are into the cypherpunk space. And that will not cut it or will not make it mainstream. A user experience is something which I definitely think needs to happen for DeFi to go mainstream. That's going to be really tricky, Carl, because when you talk about user experience, you also need to remember DeFi stands for decentralized finance, which means the society or the community needs to decide what the user experience is. And one of the drawbacks of so-called blockchain technology is a centralized entity can offer a much better user experience, but blockchain technology cannot offer better user experience because who's going to take the initiative, who's going to be making the decision, who decides what is a better user experience. Look at a website, for instance. Who is it that decides that this particular DeFi website needs to have these colors? Is it the community or is it a centralized entity? Now, keeping all these things in mind, one of the negative aspects, which I do agree to Gary Gensler, is that a lot of the DeFi protocols are definitely not decentralized or distributed. They are managed by a centralized entity. So to answer your question, what I do think is that the user experience needs to be sorted out. 
And one thing which I did mention in my earlier podcast as well, people are going to switch only if a new technology is 10 times better than the current existing systems. Now, unfortunately, when you talk about DeFi, the experience is horrible. We won't be talking about money. I'm talking about the user experience. Imagine logging into, let's say, Unisop. Imagine logging into, let's say, GoFinance. And then imagine logging into your own banking app. The user experience, rather than being 10 times better, I hate to say it, it's actually 10 times worse. So that is a big challenge. Once that thing gets solved, then I do think that DeFi is definitely on the verge of overtaking the banking industry. Apart from that, what steps I think can be done is the educating younger generation. And look, call when you talk about the younger generation, I'm literally talking about teenage kids. Because right now, there was a really interesting report which was published in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. The majority of the people are below the age of 35. And the same demographics is echoed by majority of the countries in the Middle East. So right now, majority of the population is below the age of 35, which is great. So educating the younger generation, particularly kids, about decentralized apps or DeFi protocols will be a game changer. And that's when I think, probably 5 to 10 years down the line, DeFi could be mainstream. So more teenagers getting into the DeFi world and Bitcoin space will definitely be ideal. And in my Crypto and Coffee Day podcast, I did talk about a university in Italy. What they are doing is they are training a lot of young teenagers, even kids who are the third and fourth grade, on Bitcoin technology and the use case of Bitcoin. So keeping all these things in mind, I wouldn't be surprised if you focus on user experience, educating teenagers in particular. DeFi could be mainstream. Now, will that thing happens? I really am hoping for. So those are the questions from the Ask Me Anything series, guys. If you do have any feedback or suggestions, please drop me an email to info.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my website, www.blockchaindxp.com and also check out my other website, area2071.com that talks everything about Metaverse. And if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a 5-star rating and share the word across. And remember, guys, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., we have Krypton Coffee at 8, where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, Beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And how the series of episodes in the Crypto and Coffee at 8 works is we usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact in the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, Beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Anything series. Where your listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. Thanks so much for listening and have a nice day. Bye bye.